Hey there, good morning. This is Casey, the Kentucky Trauma Therapist, and I hope wherever you're at in the world, <laughs> this episode finds you well. It's been a while uh, since the last time I recorded an episode. Bowling Green, Kentucky experienced uh, a natural disaster of some storms and a, a very large tornado that wiped out parts of our community that's been here for, for so long. We had another one on the first day of the year that uh, wiped out a store <laughs> uh, near my home. And I, I think of the collective trauma that we continue to experience in the middle of a pandemic and in the middle of an economic crisis. And now we are what feels like broaching a, a World War III and half of my community looks like it's experienced war with roofs still off of people's homes and and houses falling in on themselves. And it's been an interesting time. I think one of the most interesting things is in such great devastation, witnessing my community come together and love one another and take care of each other in a way that I really feel like I haven't seen in years. So... I hate that it had to come at such a, a high stakes cost to be able to witness that. But at the same time, it's it's restorative to humanity for me personally. So for those of uh, that belong to my community and or Mayfield as well and Mayfield as well, you know, my heart goes out to you as we're continuing to reconfigure what does life look like post a natural disaster and I know there's a lot of survivor's guilt that's happening still for a lot of folks and I hope to approach that topic soon one day but today uh, just getting back into the the swing of things I'd like to address cognitive distortions and how they work in our brains the best example for a cognitive distortion that I feel like I have is when we look at an old school coffee pot, so, you know, you've got where you put the water in the back and then when you press the on button, that water heats up and it gets filtered through the filter and out comes coffee if you put coffee grounds in there. But if you didn't, then all that comes out is water. Well, let's talk about that. So if your brain is that filter right? Those coffee grounds are cognitive distortions. So events that happen around us, let's say, for example, um, water, <laughs> the water uh, being an event, it's just water. And if we don't have any cognitive distortions going on in our head, and let me pause here for a second and explain cognitive distortions. They're, they're a way that we have of viewing the world that may not be factual or helpful for us. We'll go into those, explaining a couple of those here in a second. But uh, if I don't have any cognitive distortions and I don't have any negative worldviews or any negative beliefs about myself, then when we put water in the back of the coffee pot, because it's just a thing, and, and we press the on button, when the water runs through the filter, all that comes out is water. Now, if we put some coffee grounds in that filter, which 
for this example, we'll say is our cognitive distortions, our negative worldview. When we put water in the back of the coffee pot, and the water is still at this point in time just water, you press the on button. When the water hits those coffee grounds, so when the event that's happening outside of us hits our negative belief system that's in our brain that's not helpful for us, what comes out is no longer water. What comes out is something quite different. And let's go ahead and start explaining what are cognitive distortions. There's a whole list of cognitive distortions. And uh, gosh, even if you try and Google it, like you're going to find some that say the top 10 cognitive distortions or 15 common Cognitive distortions, and it, there's actually quite a few. Um, the longest list I think I ever came across was like 25. I don't have access to that anymore. That was in a previous life of mine where I had a previous job and had that list available on my work computer. But some of them still stick with me, like right off the top of my head. I don't have all 20 of them <laughs> memorized, but but there are some because they're very personal and I see myself use them at times or I see others use them at times. So looking at um, an example I'd like to use. Uh, I have a problem with personalization. It's a part of my trauma story. It's a part of this idea of I think what everyone is doing around me is in reaction or in regard to what I have done or what I am currently doing. The example I give my clients all the time when I'm trying to explain to them how cognitive distortions work is uh, when I was a brand spanking new therapist in the world. I was such a baby. Oh my gosh, I was green as green could be. I have been working in and around mental health um, in some capacities since I was around 20 years old. So over, well over a decade now, but <laughs> when I was that baby brand new therapist, I was so nervous, like, oh gosh, what if I mess someone up or what if I'm not good enough? So I already had all these fears. Imposter syndrome, 100%. Uh, so, so I'm sitting in session, it's four o'clock on a Friday afternoon and I've got a 16 year old female sitting on the couch and um, I start off, well, hey, tell me how you're doing. And they pull out their phone and they start texting. And they say, oh, I'm fine. Oh, good Lord. Oh, good Lord. The panic that hit me. Like, I, no one had ever prepared me in graduate school. What do you do when the client is 100% completely inattentive? So I start to panic, of course. And I'm like, well, well, tell me about school. How's school going? The client goes, well, um, it's like fun. And they're still on their phone. So I take a breath and I'm like, okay, switch directions. Well, well, tell me, what are your parents saying about, insert whatever. I kept trying to engage this female teenage client. And they were not having it. They were not having it. They were on their phone. That like, like and eventually it got to a point where I was asking a question and they like didn't even answer. So let's pause for a moment. And let's talk about my cognitive distortion. Uh, the thing is, 
water is just water. But unfortunately, our brain, if we have those cognitive distortions in our filter, our little coffee pot filter example, it's going to mess them up. And then the things around us don't look like the things that they actually are. We make them into something completely different. So for this example, uh, the water of this situation is I have a 16-year-old sitting on my couch in a therapy session being inattentive on their phone. So when the water hits my coffee grounds of personalization, which is where I assume everyone's behaviors around me have something to do with me, I have influenced or encouraged them to uh, be exhibiting this behavior. So personalization is, oh shit, I'm a terrible therapist. Um, Who decided I could be a therapist? This was a terrible idea. I obviously can't keep my clients engaged. What was the point in going to graduate school? I knew I should have went for my master's degree. Um, My dad told me if I went to school to become a social worker, then the best I'd ever do is probably working at the food stamp office. Like, I mean, all of this, not to knock our food stamp workers. Thank you for your work. But it's this concept of like, I thought I could do therapy with a social work degree And maybe I can't. Maybe I'm terrible. Maybe this is awful. Why did I decide to go into this profession? This is atrocious. Like all of these thoughts. And instead of water coming through my coffee filter, what's come out is something completely different. I've got some, some, a, a dark cup of joe, you know? So pulling back and looking at the situation pulling back and looking at it. The reality is the water was just water. Like let's investigate for a second. So, so if I were to do some fact checking, this is a 16 year old teenage client on a Friday afternoon at four o'clock. They've been without their cell phone all day. This is their first time with their cell phone and homecomings tomorrow night. And this client is concerned about, well, Stacy and Joanna They both bought the same dress and they just now found out. So they're arguing about who needs to go back and return one so that the other one can have that dress. Uh, Brian and Melissa just broke up and everyone thought they were going to be homecoming king and queen. So now there's uncertainty about who's going to be it and and who's he going to be taking to homecoming now. And Sarah Beth, her hairdresser, called in and, and so now she has no one to do her hair. Like those are her top priorities right now because she's probably a healthier 16 year old than, than most people are giving her credit for because she's worrying about 16 year old things. But my brain is saying, ah, I'm a terrible therapist. I should have never been a therapist in the first place. My dad was right. There's no way you could actually do therapy with a social work degree. <laughs> So that's how cognitive distortions work. So if I were to take away the personalization and just look at the water for water, well, ah, she's a 16-year-old client acting like a 16-year-old client, like what I would anticipate on the day before homecoming. It has nothing to do with me. I want us to look at that because there's there's so many other cognitive distortions, and I would love to kind of sit down and and do multiple episodes on them, maybe breaking them down one at a time 
I do encourage you, though, um, to start looking at what are your coffee grounds? What are some views about yourself or maybe about the world that don't reflect reality? And actually, you know, maybe these coffee grounds in your noggin and your filter in your head, they're causing you quite a disturbance. I would like to talk about a cognitive distortion uh, that actually shows up in one of my earlier episodes here. And I've thought about it long and hard and I'm like, I need to address that. Because I'm really not happy with how I put things. And that's something like I really encourage people, you know, um, to consider. I've, I've had people reach out to me in regards to the podcast, which I really love. And they're like, oh my God, you're so right. You're so true. And it's like, that's great. And thank you. And this is literally only my opinion. And my opinion changes all the time as I get new information. And so is this podcast. As, as I encounter new clients and I have new worldviews and, and as I process new information, like I'm going to be seeing things in a different light. And I kind of, you know, I like sharing that. I think it's a lot of fun. Because one of the biggest things I tell my clients when they first come in is, listen, you're entitled to say, hey, Casey, you're full of shit. You're, you know, my clients are allowed to correct me and be like, no, you're, you're misunderstanding my life situation. I had a therapist disagree with me on that one time. You know, I, I learned in school that the client is the expert of their own life. And, you know, I might be an expert on eye movement desensitization and reprocessing or I might be the expert at least in the the session on how cognitive behavioral interventions work or, or how to do some behavioral mod interventions or or some rational emotive behavioral work like okay that's fun but at the same time when the intervention's not working my client's going to be the expert on understanding probably what part doesn't fit for them or what part's uncomfortable and that's okay. Um, and the same thing goes in here. Of These are just chattering thoughts. Uh, they're not set in stone. I'm not saying the things that I'm saying are, are foolproof. I'm allowed to be wrong. So please keep that in mind. And I look back on how I had worded something in a very previous episode. Um. Due to a lot of things that have happened in my life, like, I have had this negative worldview, uh, unfortunately, for, for way too long that it's me against the world or me and who I'm with at the time against the world. And all these people are out to get me and no one has my best interest in mind. And, and, and that worldview, and that's a good thing to look at right now, um, cognitive distortions, we don't get them out of nowhere, these negative worldviews. Usually at some point in time in our life, they were helpful and they helped us survive something difficult. So I mentioned in an earlier episode, like my family only consists of bop, bop, bop. It was like this limited number of people. And like, I'm really honored to say I don't feel that way now. I actually am surrounded by people who love me. I just forget to see it sometimes because it's scary to think that there's potentially people for me to, to depend upon. I 
since this fall of 2021, you know, I had, uh, starting completely over, um, I needed a lot of help and people gave it to me and ways that I did not know were humanly possible. Um, people have given financial assistance to help me start over and start a new life. People have um, been patient with me in ways that I'm not used to people being patient with me about. Um, people have been generous and people have went out of their way to make sure I am okay. People have been rooting for me in the background that I had no clue even cared. And so there's that negative belief of it's, you know, I only have this handful of people. No, I have a community. I have people who fill all kinds of roles. I have people who fill paternal roles or, or older sister roles because I don't have an older sister, you know. And um, I have people who uh, encourage me. I have people who randomly reach out to let me know, hey, I've, I've thought about you and I really hope you're doing well. And I have people who do me favors. And, and when I fail, they're not beating me up and they love me regardless. And um, that worldview of me against the world or... You know, no one has my best interest in mind. Like, it helped me survive a really dark point in time in my life where maybe I wasn't in a safe situation. But I don't need it anymore. Actually, I think most people are pretty good. <laughs> we just all suffer from a variety of things. And contingent upon our amount of suffering today uh, is maybe how we act. And, uh... I just want to close out by saying thank you for the people who reach out. It's such a great pleasure. I love getting to work with you and talk in a really healthy situation where I can say, feel free to give me a yell. It's Casey, C-A-S-E-Y, Corsi, C-O-U-R-S-E-Y, L-C-S-W at gmail.com. You can find me on Facebook as the Kentucky Trauma Therapist. I'm on Instagram as the Kentucky Trauma Therapist. I never exactly figured out how uh, Twitter worked. So I have one, but please don't contact me there. Um, Yeah. Have a wonderful day, y'all. Take good care.